Under the Cortex is supported by Macmillan Learning Psychology. Not that I don't love my job, but I've had this kernel of an idea to strike out someday and start my own company, become a captain of industry, and enjoy the success of Elon Musk. Okay, that's probably not going to happen and a bit too far, but that entrepreneurial spirit is shared by many people who are just waiting for their chance to succeed in business. So what's stopping them, apart from time, money, and a winning business plan? It turns out there are a few necessary behaviors entrepreneurs and startup teams need to succeed in their work. It's not a guaranteed formula, but it could spell the difference between thriving and flailing. I'm Charles Blue, and in this episode of Under the Cortex, we look at the crossroads of business acumen and psychological science with the help of Nikki Blacksmith and Mo McCusker of Blackhawk Behavior Science. Welcome to Under the Cortex. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We're so happy to be here. My first question, to succeed in striking out on your own, it may look like people either have a million dollar idea or they don't. Is that right or wrong and and why? Eh, Wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Figured. Um, I'll tell you why. I think, you know, you can have a great idea, a million dollar idea, but if you do not have the right team to build and make that idea come to fruition, um, that idea is no good company is only as successful as the people that are there to build that idea into reality. And I think most of the times, you know, especially with the the lean startup model that was so popular in the last few years, most entrepreneurs focus on the product. They want to get a product out as fast as they can, iterate, 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 um, because the focus has been on the customer, which is great um, and important, but there really needs to be a strong focus on the team getting the right people to build the product. And also what's another important factor um, that a lot of entrepreneurs miss is the understanding of the external environment. So who is the target customer? What's the industry? Who are your competitors? It's not just about a product and internal company. You also have to understand where you fit in the overall landscape and ecosystem. Can you explain what it means to actually be entrepreneurial. I get the impression that it's an innate characteristic. Well, I'll just put my opinion in here. I really don't love the term um, being entrepreneurial. You know, I go in and I think, okay, what does that mean to be entrepreneurial? And what our science shows is that there is no one size fits all model for an entrepreneur, right? There are so many different types of entrepreneurs, so many different people who have different values and cultures and norms and, and individual differences. So I think there are people who have entrepreneurial characteristics. And what our science really shows is that these individual differences and behavioral tendencies can come in all different shapes and sizes, but there are a core set of them that really kind of drive entrepreneurs' success. And this is their ability to think in a creative manner. So they really are constantly thinking about novelty. They're constantly thinking about innovation and outside of the box, challenging the status quo to solve problems and solutions from a different perspective is a particular kind of a a mind view, if you will. Nikki, did you have any thoughts? Yeah, I just wanted to say that I think 
I don't mind so much the term entrepreneurial as long as it's kind of in the right context. I think in the past we've, as a society, talked about entrepreneurship as a person. You know, you are an entrepreneur. But entrepreneurship really is about, you know, like Mo said, doing what hasn't been done before. And it's also about not just the product, but also building a company, which means you have to bring in the right people. You have to manage them. You have to motivate them. You have to know how to effectively collaborate across people. Um, So really, truly understanding what the processes are in entrepreneurship, I think, is critical. And if you can learn those things, really anybody can be entrepreneurial, but it is a really complex process. And there are some things that, you know, as a person, you should have certain characteristics, you know, for example, tenacity, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs. So you really have to have that resilience and the the persistence. Let me give a proper shout out. So Nikki Amo, you won the 2021 APS Psychological Science and Entrepreneurship Poster Award. It's <laughs> a nice accolade. Can you tell us a little bit about what that presentation was about? Sure. Um, so Mo and I are both industrial organizational psychologists. We specialize in human behavior in the workplace. And a while back, we were, we were studying the venture capital decision-making process, and we came across a statistic that said only 3% of women were funded uh, from all of the billions of dollars of venture capital. So essentially, 97% of that funding for new startups was going to males. Mo and I are both women that kind of, you know, blew our heads off a little bit. We exploded and, and said, what is happening here? Why is this going on? Not only was the funding going to a very small portion of women, but also in general, the failure rate of startups is quite high. Um, and I hope I don't misquote this, but I think it came from first round. They did a study where they funded men and women, and the women that they funded were proportionally more successful than the men. And as industrial organizational psychologists, we know that a team that is gender balanced is going to be more successful than a team that's either all men or all female. Um, So having those different perspectives is actually a predictor of performance in organizations. So uh, in IO psychology, we are kind of bread and butter as a field is understanding how to predict performance in the future and building assessments to measure those characteristics. in order for organizations to really find the right people and reduce that failure rate within an individual role um, in organizations. So when we started looking at the venture capital process, we started realizing it's really not that different from a hiring decision because you're evaluating whether or not someone can do a job in the future. Um, the differences are, of course, they're much higher stakes um, and it's usually at the team level instead of the individual level. Sometimes there are solopreneurs, but eventually they they will have to bring on other people. So we realize a lot of the research and science behind what we call selection or hiring really applied to the venture capital process because they were using primarily um, reference calls or unstructured interviews, which our science says is not very predictive at all of success. So we realized like, hey, not only can we help them increase performance if we use our tools and um, knowledge, but we can also introduce a standardized process, which hopefully eliminates some of that decision bias that is discriminating against women. And I think the the key there too is like how these investment decisions are made are made with very little data. And in our world, we know that data is currency. And so if we can help 
um, investors, and this is just the investment side of our research, help them make better data-driven decisions that say, hey, look, these people, these individuals and this collective group of people are more likely to succeed or less likely to succeed because of, of their human capital makeup. We're going to enable those investors and any decision makers to make better data-driven decisions. And of course, the venture capitalists have strong interest in making this work because it's their investment. It's their money. Of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you ask any venture capitalist what the most important criterion is to make their decision of investment, they will right away, without even thinking, tell you it's the team, it's the people. You can have a great idea, but if you do not have the right team, it's not worth investing. Um, so adding that standardized data assessment process in front of the investment, pre-investment, can really enhance um, the accuracy or, or the quality of those investment decisions. Yeah, you would have no, um, I mean, I think it might blow everyone's mind, the degree and the, the frequency with, with which companies fail because of interpersonal dynamics. And it just breaks our hearts as psychologists too, to think you have an awesome idea. You are so successful. All of you have are absolutely brilliant, but together the dynamics of the team change and shift when there are groups of people together. And that results oftentimes too often in startups failing because of challenges with interpersonal dynamics. And so that is some of the work that we are really excited about just advancing is this idea that we can find the right people and also train the right people to increase their interpersonal workings so that they can succeed together, so that they are not resulting in conflict and this startup is failing because of them. And it really is a function of the makeup of the people. And so having a deep awareness of the, the people that make up this team, their interpersonal processes and how that how you can have build more healthy team dynamics is a function, sure, of people's individual differences, but it's also a function of the amount of work that they're willing to put in to work on their interpersonal dynamics. Can I just add one thing there? I think, yes, interpersonal dynamics, of course, um, but there's also this aspect of self-awareness. Um, and this is really drawn from a lot of the leadership research in IO psychology is that if an executive leader or a leader of an organization is not self-aware, they're going to be 600 times more likely to derail and fail. And that's because they are less aware of their liabilities or, or gaps in competence and they try to do everything instead of identifying, okay, here's where I really, you know, my assets really lie and where I'm really strong. And this area I'm not so great in, so I should probably bring in the right person. And also that humility is a predictor of performance as well. Being able to say, I don't know everything and I need to build the right team. And so part of it is, is really on the leader saying, I can't do it all and being humble enough and curious enough to start learning, okay, what can I do well? What can I do well? And who do I need to bring in to really create the right team of people? And then it becomes a lot about managing all those different personalities and different expertises. And if you have, if you have an interdisciplinary team, it's a lot of work trying to, you know, everyone's speaking a little bit of a different language. So it really does require a lot of training to understand how to work together. Um, on a team, as Mo said. To wrap things up, because I'm sure people are listening to this and their brains are fizzing and popping. Wow, I've had this idea at one point. I've had that idea at one point. 
What would you tell someone who was just starting to think about creating their own business? What should they do before they even take that first step out the door? Learn everything. <laughs> That's what I would say. Well, thank you for joining me. That's no. <laughs> get, a, get a time machine. <laughs> for real, though, the, the learning and the wanting to learn and the curiosity is critical because a lot of times what happens is someone has a great idea because they have technical expertise, but not, and then that was our case, right? We have this IO psychology technical expertise, but we weren't trained in marketing or finance or anything like that. So we really had to step back and say, okay, let's take some time to learn all these different things, how we're going to do it, how we're going to put these you know, processes together. Um, so I would say, don't assume you know everything or be too optimistic that the product is so great that you could just go without understanding kind of everything else that goes into it. Because what I really want people to take away is that entrepreneurship is not just about a product. It's about building a company. And a company is about building a community of people. So it really is about understanding how to get everybody to work together. Mo, what would you, I'm curious what you would say. Yeah, I would say find the right person. Um, find the right co-founders and team of people. There are people who enhance your abilities when they are they complement you and enhance your productivity and your success. Some people um, don't find the right people to do that. And they actually in turn limit their capabilities and limit their abilities to thrive. We got really lucky because we found um, someone who each other who are very complementary in the sense that we balance each other out, um, but we still hold the same values and we still have the very shared goal. We have a shared mental model of what we want, but we are very different in terms of our skills and our knowledge and expertise. Um, and so take the time up front. I know it's hard work, but take the time to find um, the right team of people that are going to make you your best self as, a, as an entrepreneur. Good advice, and it's time to see if under the cortex can begin uh, building widgets and selling them to the world and making noodles <laughs> of money. Well, I'd like to thank you both for joining me. This has been very engaging and has given me quite a bit to think about. This is Charles Blue with the Association for Psychological Science. I've been speaking with Nikki Blacksmith and Mo McCusker of Blackhawk Behavioral Science and the winners of the 2021 APS Psychological Science and Entrepreneurship Poster Award. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. This was so much fun. It was great. Thank you. Introducing Macmillan Learning's Achieve for Psychology, setting a whole new standard for integrating assessments, activities, and analytics into your teaching. Coming in 2022, Achieve brings together everything instructors and students love about our digital course content, including interactive ebooks learning curve adaptive quizzing, additional assessments, immersive learning activities, extensive instructor resources, and more, all in a powerful yet easy-to-use new platform. And we'd like you to have an exclusive first look and tell us what you think. Go to macmillanlearning.com slash underthecortex to sign up for a preview activity today. Macmillan's Achieve for Psychology, engaging every student, supporting every instructor, setting the new standard for teaching and learning.